0: Ladies gentlemen, damas y caballeros, it's time. It's time for the Calivas Mono Rican Party Podcast. And now, your hosts, Calivas and
1: the Funny Guy Guy Murray. Five, four.
0: Once again, welcome back to the Califas Puro Peachy Party Podcast! L-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P. With my man Guy Murray! Hey,
2: what's happening, Khalifa?
0: How you doing man? I'm doing mighty fine, man. Dude, I'm so fucking I'm so fucking excited right now. I'm
2: excited for you, man.
0: Well you know what? I'm so excited because um, the other day I went out. I went out to the my 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 fucking toe was fucking hurting, man. And I watch? I had this fucking union enterrada. Come <laughs> on, guys. You guys all know. You guys never get those those damn um, nails. Those damn nails out. That that there? shit. Yeah. And then I and then what sucks? You know what sucks, guy? What's that? When you go to get a pedicure. I, I mean, I go. I'm sorry. What? No, I don't know. I just look at the fucking price. I just look at the fucking price. <laughs> and they tell you it's $27, right? Whoa.
1: Dude. Person? Yeah,
0: dude. <laughs> I spent a long time since I've gone. Man, to, <laughs> Shit, When you're like me, when you're blind, mm-hmm. and, and, and estás gordito, but, but very, very cute. Not to mention. Very, very cute. With you know, come on, everybody. Yeah, Have you guys ever had, like, like, a toenail hurts and shit? But you can't see, so you go get a pedicure, right? And I'm thinking... Please God, please God, give me a hot looking chick to take out my damn toenail, right? I get the ugliest one, man. I send a I send a text to my wife. Why the fudge do I always get the ugliest ones, dude? I swear to God, this woman was at least eighty-two years old. I
2: bet your I bet your wife goes in there first and says if an
0: ugly wife, plays an extra ugly girl. No, no, she if you goes want to them. Be happy with the way your
2: pedicure goes. Be happy.
0: Anyway, she's got a big old pig nose. No, no, dude. You know what happens? What my happens? wife, honestly, my wife Carmen, and thank you for all the love and support. <laughs> Hi, Connie. This woman goes to these women that that really take care of her, so she do not want to take me over there, but they You see? Because, hey, dude, come on, let's be real. Let's be real. Let's be real. I'm real. you never had a pedicure, right? Never.
2: Had Dude. Wait, wait, I
0: can't say. I have had a pedicure. So the deal is, come on, guys. We all know, we all know, we ain't bullshitting, man. We ain't bullshitting. That's why we're the Califas Puro Pichi Party Podcast. Beep,
1: beep,
0: beep, beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I take off my fucking socks, right? And I swear to God, man, I got some cute toes. I just <laughs> I just can't see them. I can't see them because, oh, you know, uno <laughs> está gordito and all that kind of shit. I mean, but I'm gordito, but you know what? I'm sexy. Sexy, no so anyways, so anyways, <laughs> that she's cutting my fucking toe, man, and it hurts. Oh, oh, you like it? I go, oh, oh, oh. You like it? I like it? You like it? And then she goes like this. She goes like this. <laughs> that bitch, I swear, is talking shit about my toes. Shit. <laughs> yeah. So once again, man, once again, Khalifa's no cambia, man. You know what? Once again, before we start the show, I want to say thank you, Mr. Guy Murray, the funny man, because you you work so hard to put on these podcasts, man.
2: No, I wouldn't have it if it wasn't for you, though. So I mean, you just help bring everything out, so we're here. Are you We've are had that, some great episodes.
0: Oh. Are you flirting with me? I mean, <laughs> Color you color. Hey, you know what? I am so honored. I am fucking so honored. Why are you so honored?
2: Cole?
0: Because you know what? When we did our first podcast, I wasn't too thrilled. You know, because you're the tall guy and I'm the and I'm Power the funny scene. guy, and you're still fucking tall. But you know what, now I'm fucking excited now because you know what, now we're here and yes, and we're at the Khalifa Studios. As you can see, if you guys want to play the drums, if you guys want to play guitar, it's missing a chord, like, it's like my (laughs) teeth, you know, (laughs) it's missing one shit right here. But anyways, (laughs) today's special guest, today's special guest, we have the one and only, <laughs> Anita Gutierrez Dune, ladies and Anita Gutierrez Dune. I swear to God, man, she is not that, that rosy girl. What was that girl's name, Rosie? Rosie. Yeah, you know the, the white man can't the jump?
2: Other, the other
0: hot Puerto Rican
2: type
0: right here. <laughs> oh, and shit, Anita. Welcome. Before we start the show, let's yes. do a salute. So, so, so. Let's Come do me. a salute. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this episode. That we are so excited to have you here because we know your life. I mean, he knows it more than I do, but I know that you are <laughs> you have been um, twenty-some years married to a, a marine, or, or yes. uh, and all that. And nobody—I mean, a lot of people don't know, but it's—it's. It's, I imagine it's a tough life when your husband's over there serving, and then you're home with all the kids. Cause you got what, forty-eight kids?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I have three children.
0: Wow
3: but I did have twins That uh, while he was deployed for a whole year.
0: So does that mean you have five now? <laughs> your math is bad.
3: Yeah. No.
0: I let Let's get our mouth straight. Anita Gutierrez, dooms. Get it straight. When <laughs> okay. you say you have three kids and then you had twins, when the vato was over there, that means it's five. So let's get our story straight.
3: <laughs> no, actually, it's because of a Mexican family unit, you know, actually i have three children but then my daughter decided to uh duplicate you know and so I'm happy. and so now that i raised um her granddaughter i mean her daughter so your for, granddaughter mm, you my granddaughter mm-hmm. and then ah. she had another baby so you're right i actually do have five kids wow. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: i accept
0: your apology Mr. I, <laughs> Dimer, right? I didn't say i just said so, okay all right so everybody because you guys all know you know when we try to have a kick-ass time we try to have a good time
3: who is Anita Gutierrez Dunes? Anita Gutierrez dune is an up and coming producer and promoter for comedy in the North County. Wow. I find that it's necessary with so many military families around to find um, common ground and be able to associate with other people and after 20 years of war, it has been incredibly difficult to try to go out and enjoy um, ourselves, uh, so I started doing or attending comedy shows as wow. a way to to release my own uh, pent up frustrations.
0: So that for twenty years you're just staying home raising your kids while your your husband is serving for all of us.
3: That sounds good, but no. <laughs> oh. So before I actually <laughs> went, I actually went to school to be a paralegal, okay. and then after that, um, once I my husband moved. Uh, I followed him, of course, and that was back in 1999. Wow. So two years after uh, we got together, um, 9-11 happened. And after 9-11 happened, it was just deployment after deployment wow. after deployment. Yeah. Yeah. So I had a lot of free time, and during that time, I went to school. I worked during the day, and then I went to school, too, for uh, medical. Wow. And then I happened to get pregnant. Um, he, My husband's knee was... Damaged on a deployment after hitting a roadside bomb,
0: and you still got pregnant with a bad knee.
3: (laughs) He had the bad knee. I was fine. You know
1: what?
3: (laughs) (laughs) I'm a listener woman. I'm a listener. listener. Hey, hey, yeah, we
0: worked that out. (laughs) Shalu, shalu, shalu. Yeah.
3: Yes.
0: (laughs) So then what happens? I mean, uh, after that—that's that that, sexual part.
3: No. (laughs) I'm just saying. Uh, okay, well, this could be a real spicy show. Oh, already. shit.
0: <laughs> yeah. Read it, X.
3: Peace. So what had happened was that we didn't—we were already nine years into our marriage, and we didn't have any children. And the reality of him not ever coming back um, was very real. And I decided, you know, I want to have this man's kids. He doesn't have any children. I had one daughter before, and he, she was 12 when we first got together. So he okay. raised her up to be his own. Uh, I got the bright idea to get pregnant at 39. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we, well, we had a deal. We Glad had a deal. deal. The deal was. Was either... it like,
0: let's make a deal? Yeah, Number exactly. one, yes, number two. Yes, exactly. Or door like number that. three. Yes. Okay, okay.
3: Yes, it was exactly like that. I was like, door number one. We, we have these children, you know, and then we multiply and be fruitful. I, I like no- how she said,
0: these children. Yeah.
3: Well, I didn't know then, but, you know. Okay, yeah. no, uh, uh, I'm
1: her saying plan gotta... is
2: being set forth. She has. I apologize yeah. for,
1: for oh, butting but... in.
3: <laughs> okay. And then um, door number two was, or I just go ahead and get a condo in downtown San Diego. Whoa. Oh. And choice number three was we remain childless, you know, and just enjoy our years that way. But my husband is eight years younger than me, mm-hmm. and he really – like the prospect of having his own children, so uh, I would never have children before because it's too difficult in right. a military lifestyle. You move every three years or, yeah, or and, and because after 9-11 he deployed every single year for like seven years, um, I was, and he's his MOS, which is his job in the Marine Corps, mm-hmm. uh, requires that he be gone for I would say 85 to 90% of the time. Wow. Now, MOS
2: has- The military operation
3: station, or? Uh, That's basically how, when you sign up, it is the job that you are choosing and are assigned to for the duration of your career in the military until you change that. You might have some opportunities to laterally change or to go into a different field, but it's normally the job where you sign up with the recruiter is the job that you're going to do. Now,
0: now when, when your husband was going through all this, did you really understand what the hell was going on or not?
3: When he, when he was going through. In other
0: words, when when he does that signage, you said A, a, a what'd you say? MOS, oh, yeah.
3: oh yes, um, the military is famous for little acronyms, mm-hmm. and it's a whole different language of itself. Uh, so with my children, I decided to go ahead and get pregnant, and um, after he had hit that roadside bomb, he was able to come home and have three years at home. So wow. I was like, wait a minute, okay, so that means you, I can get pregnant, you can see me, actually, you know, growing and be part of that. I can have the kids, and you'll be home for that first year. Yeah. And then um, I thought that was really great, you know. So I could be pregnant, he could be home for the birth, and um, then we can have the children for, you know, that whole year. He ended up getting deployed within 10 months after their birth.
0: Wow.
3: And he was gone for a whole year. Wow. It was a difficult time.
0: You know, I mean, for me, you know, the job that I do mm-hmm. is um, – and again, I like to mess around. I like to fuck around and shit, but this is this is fucking awesome stuff, what she's saying. That's the whole idea of what we're trying to do on our podcast. You know, we want, like we had mentioned before, Guy, we want to bring bands. We want to bring, you know, I do, I still want to bring strippers. Well, I still do, <laughs> but, but... A couple more beers. <laughs> no, but but it. you know what? Yes, the whole idea, you can get the it whole idea on the podcast is stories like this. Because you know what? I mean, I... I, I I get a lot of customers from where i work mm-hmm. and they come and they've got three little four kids just crying and crying and crying go, What's your husband? oh he's deployed and i and, and and i respect what you do because um it's hard it's hard it's hard you know yeah. um and um so then I, i'm sorry for interrupting but yeah. then and then okay so you have the kids
3: and he leaves yes um he was deployed once again um one of the one aspect of the military, especially when your husband already tells you he's going to be a career. So before I married my husband, we discussed this. How long are you going to be in? What is your plans? And he said, I'm going to be a career Marine. I was already 33 when I got married. You know, and that was based on the fact. I said, why, why did you get married so late in life? Right, no. And I said, because I'm not going to stand in front in the church in front of my family and friends and lie. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I had
3: to make sure that I was old enough to make a promise like forever. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's what's so Right. Yeah, so I decided to go there, and um, I just felt that it was really important to... <laughs> to let... Totally I locked my train of up. <laughs> oh, so so what had when I had had my kids, it was very very difficult. So we had decided to. So I wanted to make sure that he was supportive and I was supportive of his career, right. which meant that his career was always going to be first. That and is because, great. Yes, because his career was always first. Mine's was in the background. So I started off as a model, spokesmodel, and uh, a director of public relations for a mm-hmm. magazine. Okay? Oh, okay. It was called uh, Primera Avenida in Phoenix, wow. Arizona, and I was uh responsible for going out and talking to different clients and then after that i worked for uh insurance companies and when i left with him to recruit because that's what he decided to do so that we can get to know each other it was one of the hardest jobs out there for uh for someone but he chose that so that he could go from a certain time during the day and come home every night so we can get to know each other. Okay. You know, I was on the Try Before You Buy It program. That's so crazy,
0: man. That's so crazy. So, once again, we got Anita Gutierrez Dunn um, telling us the life and story about, you know, the mama que se queda en su casa con sus hijos, mientras que el esposo esté allá en guerra, esté allá sirviendo para la comunidad, a toda la gente que nos representa nosotros, USA, man. And that's crazy, girl. That is so crazy. And, but you said you were born in. In Phoenix, Arizona. I uh,
3: yes, sir. Born yeah, in Phoenix, Arizona. And your born mom and red. dad were born. My dad was born in Arizona, but my oh, mom, uh, she was born, according to the birth certificate, <laughs> Fabens, Texas.
0: And <laughs> <laughs> la madre, what do you mean by it? <laughs> okay, now the yeah, real yeah. shit comes out. Now the real. Here we go. So, so did you like go buy? Did she buy the certificate? That uh well back in the day there might have been a Kmart or what the hell? <laughs> where was your mom really born? Don't be lying, girl. No. Don't no. be lying,
3: because a guy who has little BG party
0: podcast. <laughs> we get the truth. Nothing That's the Right
2: to help you get it a girl.
3: I don't know where she was born, but my grandma said that she just took her to just carried her into a judge's office and said, Hey, I had her in the barn right here in Fayette, and just like that, she was a citizen. a
0: citizen. Damn. Yes.
3: Back in the day, you didn't need a whole lot of things. You just so, if you go... guys,
0: if you guys need a citizenship and all that kind of shit, <laughs> <laughs> just carry a baby, say you're in, 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 in hey, say, say you're, you're from Washington or something. So, Some fucking lie. <laughs> oh, so oh, then, God. all this hard life, all this hard life, all this hard life that you went through, it hasn't been a big ass sacrifice what you did. You know, oh. and, and and now what you're doing now, you're okay. I want to tell you guys something that I heard about this woman. Once again, Anita Gutierrez Dune. Oh, hey. I was saying Dunes, but now it's just Dune. <laughs> you know, like, But but the deal is the deal is, in your in your childish you know your childish life because uh, I understand you you ran away or you left home at what age?
3: Uh, I didn't run away. I did my. They corrieron
0: <laughs> like a typical oh mother,
3: like That's a fucking typical.
0: Mother. <laughs> Mira ah, cabrona if you right. don't wanna go to school <laughs> if you don't
1: wanna <laughs> work <laughs> vete, vete. <laughs> <laughs> Okay assholes <No.
3: laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, right I did she caught you guys. I didn't say Not with it. one I should have said a plural <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> So oh. so so your life as a as a as a young kid because that's what I want that's the whole idea of our podcast is your childish stuff, when your childhood, 'cause we all we all have stories, and then now that you are now, you know, seventy four years old.
1: <laughs> oh wait a minute, wait a minute. Close to sixty four, Oh sixty
0: four, yes, i vieja right. la vieja i almost ready for.
1: Dude, so you, you get.
0: <laughs> defense You get that suck but that fucking senior citizens meals at yeah, at Denny's, huh?
3: No, we use yours. Oh. Hey! <laughs> so, anyways, changing the <laughs> subject.
0: Hey, guy, hey. take over this interview. Okay,
2: so, um, you got to the right teenage years, but you decided to emancipate yourself.
3: Yes. Yeah, so I, my mother used to, you know, have a problem being able to support us after my father had left. So she started bringing people from Mexico, and we were, um there was always people in the house. So okay. my mom, being short on hands and money, decided that I would be the maid and I would cook for them, clean wow. for them. Okay. We didn't have you know, running water and the hot water in the house. And we were supposed to cook, she wanted me to cook for like 10 people and just a little hot plate, which I understand. It's doable. Um, but... Yeah, it's doable. And I was doing it gracefully. And where was and it set in, in Guadis? or No, this like... is in Phoenix, Arizona. Oh, shit. shit. Yes, this is right here in the hood. Okay, west side. West side! <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dee Burrell
0: said west side! I just lost it right there. Thank you so much for that.
3: Uh, so I was there and my mom had, I had told her, you know, this is a lot. This is a lot. They even took my room away. Oh, so that make so, housing. Yes, of. for other people. Uh-huh. And I didn't want to be... I didn't want to be responsible for so many people at my age. A Thank Mr. you, Mr.
0: Pepsi Man over here.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Salud. And then,
3: <laughs> oh wait. <laughs> so I decided. So I decided, you know, she shh, to leave home and try, you know, to do for myself in a different setting. Yeah. And she was very upset about it, but she was very proud that um, I had already started taking classes for. Um, I was very interested in the law always my rights and people's rights because they had been so many times violated, you know? Yeah. Growing up, um, my mom was not allowed to speak Spanish. They, wow. ch- they changed their names to be more Americanized. Wow. She really kept us from trying to speak, dissuaded us from speaking Spanish because of the, um, there was just so many negative now do you uh, think
0: now do you think that was because you were born in Arizona or that was just a time of the? That
3: was the time. La Onda, because, it was a fun of the time, yeah.
0: Because I mean, in all honesty, God, truth, my father was born in, in Phoenix, Arizona. He didn't speak no Spanish.
1: Mm-hmm. He was
0: an Indian, a mm-hmm. chief, Papa Goyaqui mm-hmm. and um, born in Phoenix, uh, mm-hmm. or you know, and, and it's it was so crazy. It's so crazy. Yeah. You know, so it was
3: definitely uh, frowned upon at that time. Uh, however, she did end up after that. All my fathers are fathers.
0: <laughs> All your fathers? <laughs> What's going
1: on? Next
0: show, we're going to be talking about <laughs> the dad with Dr. Phil. Yeah.
1: Yeah, me <laughs> okay. no yeah. okay. <laughs> So how, okay, Mexican well I how Mexican are you? How Mexican are you If you're not sure, how Mexican are you? Yeah.
2: Are you so Mexican that when you see an accent, you go, oh, Dios mío, pigos?
1: No, I don't,
3: don't do that know that. Now. She or was a Jehovah Witness. Okay, she so was that, a oh. So this is even more okay. confusing this because if you so ask, the, the only thing, the only holiday I really know is Easter. Oh, you know?
0: Because <laughs> you like the huevos.
1: No, <laughs> so fuck, I gotta say huevos. See, Frank, 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 Frank. She, got, she likes the huevos <laughs> <laughs> and, and the, the chocolate
0: bunny <laughs> okay. Where? Okay. Hey, Go come
1: ahead. on This a is a real buddy. professional
0: <laughs> show <laughs> <laughs> I, I swear like to God oh, I'm oh, talking oh, to that Rosie Was that Rosie? Rosie from the white man can't Rosie Perez from white man can't joke
3: So settle down, settle down So what had happened was I had actually left home Okay. At 15, and I got, I emancipated myself, okay. and. Um, what was that word? Emancipated. emancipated. Emancipation uh-huh. is basically when someone that's under the age of a majority, yeah. or the age of consent, uh, files a motion with the courts to become independent and wow. sole, Leave responsible for themselves outside of their parents. Because honestly, that
0: word sounds really nasty, but I just I just <laughs> probably,
3: it's I It's imagination,
0: imagination. <laughs> so, <laughs> and you you know you know it's funny because um the life that you lived and um and I don't and I don't care if if, if people get mad at me because mm-hmm. people are used to me like being a payaso and being a it's like that clown that you always got that fucking smile on your face but it's, you struggle a lot spot, inside. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I remember leaving my house at fourteen. Mm-hmm. You know, it was it was a difficult life. And again, if, if my brothers and sisters are watching this, I apologize, but I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. It was a struggle, man. It was a struggle. Um, I believe that. I believe that as a as an adult now, my age, going to be fifty eight, mm-hmm. I, I believe that it's better to be honest, you know. And yes. and it was a struggle. It was a struggle, you know why? Because when you're a kid, you don't like your mother or you don't like your father because they're this and that. But as you grow up, you you know you you realize. Man, if it wasn't because of them, mm-hmm. we wouldn't be here. Yep. You yes. know, we would be locked up. We would be we would be um probably even dead, you know, and all that stuff. But again, I apologize, um, but this is the real shit, man. This right. is the real shit, and that's and why we wanted you to be here.
3: Well, one of the stories I can share with you, I had shared with you how how it came to be that I moved out. Um, I uh, just to give you a little more detail, not only was I responsible for that at home, but it got to a point where she had already been moving people from mexico and you know going back and forth and it was a source of income uh but when they started asking me to go across the border uh, not across the border but through the desert
1: yeah. they oh, wanted they yeah.
3: i would go and um it was not a great experience for me you know i would go sometimes with her to bars or something like that and you know i would see passing of money um to dance with me and things of that nature so oh i don't believe
0: you don't play it, sir.
3: <laughs> so no. Um, anyhow, but uh, once they started wanting me to go across the desert with groups of men, uh, I was out. I told my mom, "I'm not going to come back. I can't help you anymore." And and that's why I, went, I then became responsible for the home. And right. then I was not able to do that either because I was pregnant and not feeling crazy, well, and I wanted man, to that's... get out. And on top of that, um, I was a funny story. Is that you know, growing up, it was difficult for my mom. Mm-hmm. I do, I love my mom and. Yeah. I know she was doing the best she could, so you know I have no resentment or any hostility or anything. Because now right. that I'm a mom, and I know I raised my trends for a whole year while my husband was deployed, and it's hard. But mm-hmm. if
0: that's what I'm telling you. When you were young, like mm-hmm. a lot of like a lot of us people, mm-hmm. um, we we all have this this feeling towards our parents. Mm-hmm. Like, and and it's exactly like you. I mean, now that we're older, mm-hmm. we we realize they had to do their living, yeah, or or they would scold us. It was for our own good. And gracias a Dios. Mm-hmm. I have three kids. I have three kids. I have one wife married um thirty eight years. But
1: yeah. and I hate yes. and I and I hate to
0: keep bringing this shit up, but mm. it's the same life what you went through. It's it's what we all went through. And we all go through that shit. So did
3: your parents also take your friends? To tell your friends to spend the night and then take them to go pick grapes or. No, <laughs> you, know what, um, you know what?
0: You know what? Honestly, honestly, we were. You know what? You know the deal is that um, our father, my father, um, mm-hmm. he worked for. you know, being an Indian, mm-hmm. El Vato was was. Um, you know, we were blessed that. You know, I mean, we did have an older father and a younger mother. Ooh, my father died. Okay. My my father died when he was fifty. My mom was thirty-seven, mm-hmm. and I think they were married about fifteen years. Uh, my dad oh, brings a, my dad brings a, a trio over to her house and to promote that. I mean he was still doing stuff with my mama and got her two months pregnant mm. on a on a Saturday and then he died on Tuesday. So again, if 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 my family um, hates a story, I, it's something it's a story that I've always lived with. Right. You know? That's true. The truth is and, important. Yeah. Live your truth if you and a believe- lot of times a lot of people don't want to say the damn truth, you know. So mm-hmm. your story is just exactly like us my like I said. Um, It was a difficult life, difficult life, because you know what, um, you know, when when you're growing up and your dad's a lot older than everybody, Mm -hmm. so that kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. but that's another topic, but now that, let's change it now, because now I think that, now that, now that what you're doing now, and it's exactly what we're doing now, you know, I'm all excited with my music, my podcast, thank God for Guy Murray, Mm -hmm. the funny guy, (laughs) Um, you know, and and, um, you know, it, this is fucking awesome. I, I, I didn't even know this stuff. It's the same thing that everybody goes through. Mm-hmm. And we're used to making fucking fun and all that shit. But this is something that everybody lives through. And now you, now you, look what you're doing now. So, again, let's, let's go now. So,
2: you're taking that, that previous trauma, yeah. that mm-hmm. previous experience, mm-hmm. and you started going to comedy clubs and just watching shows and everything and found a, a, a way for yourself to release... Um, that so now how are you bringing that back to to share with other um, USMC wives and retiree wives? How are you helping those?
3: So what I decided to do is after. Um, my husband was in war for 20 years. That's crazy. Uh, yes, 9 so 11 happened in so, 2000. Hey,
0: uh, it, it, real quick, it, it was just like, it was just like, we'll uh, never
3: forget. It,
0: it, it was just, just like, it was, it was just like, like um. I was at work one day and I told, you know, we went to a couple of Oktoberfests mm-hmm. and I go, hey man. So when do they have Oktoberfest, <laughs> <Bendejo>, it's October. <laughs> you just told them 2011, 2011. <laughs> he's thinking 2019.
1: No.
3: So what happened is after I, when my husband started deploying back and forth from 2003 is when he first deployed, um, because we were recruiting duty up until that time. So right. once he came back from recruiting duty, um, he started, you know, he was instantaneously sent over to Afghanistan, now, and, or Iraq, now, actually, now, at the time. Now, again,
0: I'm interrupting you. Mm-hmm. Now, did you know, you being the uh, the wife mm-hmm. of a man who's doing all the recruiting, did you know what the hell was going on? Did you know, did you guys ever have conversations of, hey, hey Adriana, this is what's gonna, go. did you guys have that communication? <laughs> Or
1: Anita, Gina, Anita. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I'm It's okay. It's so, okay. Yeah. So,
0: did you guys have that communication where you, where he would come and tell you, "Miha, you know what? I gotta go. This is what's going on." And did how did you guys? Did you, as a wife? Because I have a feeling that a lot of these women don't know what's going on.
3: Well, my my father was a marine, and my okay. mom always told me, "Don't marry a marine. Never marry a marine." And, you know, um, I was born in 1970. Damn, you're old. <laughs> but I look hella good. Yeah. No comment. <laughs> so um, I grew up with a lot of the, you know, on TV, i seen a lot of Vietnam going on. And i seen, like, the, the footage of Hiroshima. And I was in school when Reagan had... You know, we're talking about Star Wars and all of that. So it was very uh, traumatic for me mm-hmm. because my father being a Marine wanted to watch all of this footage and that and I was really young mm-hmm. and it was traumatic and he had PTSD so it was not, it was not pretty. But what I've done is um, when my husband started showing signs of um, PTSD himself and being that I was alone with my kids for a whole year, my body broke down so I actually had like, I've had up to seven surgeries um, while he's been in service. That's so even more surgeries than him. Uh, someone in active is, yeah. active duty. So, so
0: for a lot of people that were not into the you know the, the that life, mm-hmm. what does what that PTSD mean? Okay, because PTSD. we don't know. I honestly I don't know. Okay. Well, it's and that's post, why that's why.
2: traumatic stress disorder, and it's a it's a mental condition comes from um, the stress. And trauma, of uh, war, or even a, even abuse. So mm-hmm. some people that are held up in a at, at gunpoint in a, during a burglary, mm-hmm. you oh, can true. actually suffer a traumatic right. event and mm-hmm. have a true. Post, And that and you relive that trauma. So you or have if this you're stress robbed, disorder. Or right. yeah, yeah, my wife and, actually had that, um, and she was held up at a working at an El Pollo Loco. Oh, Wow, no. And um, so yeah, her, she shut down for two years after that. They, wow. they put her on disability. Whoa. She stopped working for a bit. Oh, That's crazy. Okay, so man. that's
3: one that was one day of her life that was severely impacted. Yeah. And I was going through this for twenty years.
0: That's crazy. And
3: all most of them, like I said, um, my husband was home like one third of the, the time. My daughter is t- uh, she was twenty. I'm oh, sorry, she was thirty five when she told him. She's like, you know what, puppy? This is the first Easter I've ever spent with you.
1: Wow.
3: And I was like, whoa, yeah. you know? Um, it was really difficult because, you know, he just retired, so um, let's on the positive note, what, I, what I've decided to do is once I developed the post-traumatic syndrome, um, my husband also, we recognized that he also had the same uh, difficulty, which is why- So the wives he, can get it too, even yes. their- second oh, yeah. secondhand event. So it's a wow. secondhand event. So I really started developing that when, in, when he was in war. Um, Not everybody, his, Emma, let me start this over again. I got a little excited because of the anxiety involved with that. But uh, just so that you are aware of exactly what had happened is, or how it happens is that um, they are not allowed to communicate with their family out of safety. They're not supposed to, you know, once they go into a certain zone, there's no communication at all. And um, this was the back in the day, of, we called it snail mail, okay? So you had to get things delivered. Since then, the Marine Corps has come up with other ways. You, they went to faxes where mm-hmm. you could fax something fax and then, and, yes, and fax. And now we and laugh when
0: it. they say, can you the fax? Yeah,
3: yeah, and now um, they actually do it um, by email, okay? So there was a long period of time where I was just alone, alone, without any contact. No and
0: no contact with your family or nothing?
3: No, my pa- my mother passed away um, when I met my husband. My mom had passed away, and my father passed away wow. like two years later. And then, so basically, I've just kind of been on my own, and my husband's also. He came from El Salvador, so he came here by himself.
1: Wow!
3: And so you know, we were just kind of like some orphans together.
1: Wow, mm-hmm.
0: that's crazy, man. Mm-hmm.
3: And uh, what I decided mm-hmm. to do is after he was in war, his truck had got hit, as I had said before, yeah. and after his his truck got hit. Um, you're not supposed to, but his friend that was in his car with him, satellite phoned to his, wow. to his wife. Right. And, he, cause he could not, he was so shaken that mm-hmm. he was unable to, he was in shock. So they went ahead and let him call, and she called me, wow. you know, which was the worst thing you could really do. Yeah. And there's, that's, there's reasons that we're not supposed to do that. Okay, there's reasons. However, I do appreciate that she made that call, but since that day, um, I woke up the next day and everything was spinning and spinning and every time I watched the news, it was just too much. And that was the first, when I first developed, uh, mm-hmm. I knew that I was having a response of anxiety and stress. And then after I had my children, um, my husband went away for a whole year. My ACL broke. Um, I had, it just snapped one day as ACLs do, you can fill it like a rubber band. Mm-hmm. And um, I needed several surgeries because I was carrying two babies at a time, at the same time carrying groceries and doing all of that all alone. So um, my body just could not take it. So what I decided to do after my husband finally decided to get sober is that I myself went and received um, mental health services through the military, through the Marine Corps, which has, I will tell you, that the Marine Corps has been instrumental in my recovery back to productivity but how did you find this how
0: did you because you're you're living this life where it's only you with your kids and your husband and i mean how the hell did you i mean again i hope you guys share this show man you know because usually i only like to do a a half hour show but i think this show to me is is the most fucking awesome man shit because i just how the hell did you in in all those years you think i want to do this i want to do that you're, you're by yourself.
3: Well, you know, I feel that um, I had a baby at 15 by myself in the hospital. I moved out when I was 15 by myself, and I was fearless. I My mom said, if you think you could do a better job, do it. And so I did.
0: She challenged you.
3: Yes, and I... And
0: that I, made you who you are now.
3: Yes, sir, and I'm like that with everything. Everything, I mean, everything, I mean. everything that I do, I am like that. So I now... Want, so now... Um, Once we had decided that, uh, or my husband had decided that he was going to be a career Marine and all of that, and he was very affected by all those years of deployments and war, and he was responsible for so many young lives. You can only imagine how that could affect you, and some people were injured and things of that nature, and he himself was in a blast, so um, it was, he stopped knowing how to communicate, I believe. And so, as the mom, I had children, and I would never have, you know, um, had children had I known that this was going to be the path that I was on. You
0: never thought about it. I you was in
3: a it. very positive, loving, supportive relationship, and then my husband came back, and I did not see him again. So it was pretty devastating. However, he did go and get sober. Um, after he got sober. Now, do you think
0: that the drinking or whatever he was doing, it was because of the life he lived? Yes,
3: the drinking was his cover for covering up the PTSD and for all the responsibilities and for the constant deployments and just being exposed to all of the the war and the responsibilities. My husband is eight years younger than me. So um, he was only 30, you know, at that time when he was responsible for so many young lives. And that's a, a large burden to carry. Mm-hmm. So when he came back and he got sober, I then um, reached out for services for myself. And I was placed into extreme trauma therapy. Now, most people, most women are, most people, when they are assigned to something like that, you go to the hospital and you go to recover but i didn't have that luxury. I had two babies, and nowhere no one to back me up. so people say, "How do you do that? How did you do that and i 'm like the same people it's the same way someone would be you know trapped on an island or you know in the middle of the Sahara now
0: now, now you i mean I could tell that you went through a lot and you're very smart. If you look yeah. at the camera. Mm-hmm. And all those ladies, because I know we're gonna have a lot of viewers to mm-hmm. check this out. Because we're not just gonna, we're just not gonna push it on the tano. We're pushing it for all the people. What would you recommend those ladies that went through you, that went through, that are going through what you mm-hmm. went through?
3: I would suggest number one that you need to find a very supportive uh, group. You need to find support wherever it is that you are, or wherever it is that you need to go to um, be well. I, secondly, if I believe that you need to have a network that is willing to hear you for a long period of time, and that includes doctors, psychiatrists, um, and if you don't have access to that, God, the Lord, um, go to church, find it, uh, whatever it is that you feel that you need to do to be well, and that is not gonna change until you change it. And so if you are in a situation where you feel that... Um, you're overwhelmed, you need assistance. Uh, For my military wives, I would like you to know that there are countless programs that are available to you for free. All you have to do is pick up the phone and call. They are there for your husband. They are there for your children. They are there for you. All you need to do is call. Everything is confidential. You do not have to worry about your husband being busted down or you don't have to worry about... Uh, what is going to happen to him because what you need to focus on is yourself and your children because as mothers we are the foundation of our family and and especially for military families and if we're not well then everything just falls apart.
0: Now does the insurance pay for this
3: or how yes, how it is free so you decided how did you how did you find this that's what
0: I don't understand so
3: basically I just said look I, I can't do this by myself all through my life at 15 years old I learned how to have and care for a baby by reading the books you know they say when you're um, how it's like um, pregnancy for dummies or you know things of that nature yeah. I just read a lot of books I read 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 and I really did that because people didn't think I could do it And again, a challenge, it was a challenge. So since I was so young, I always learned how to take care of myself. And one of those ways was to seek help when you need it. And it's not always gonna be your mother or someone that's close to you because sometimes the best people to talk to are those that are not in your circle, that don't already have some concept of who you are or an idea of you already.
0: So once again, I'm really gonna beg you guys, I'm gonna ask you guys to please share this podcast uh, because you know what, like I said, we started around fucking around, talking shit and all this shit. But you know what? What an honor, man, to have a woman that that had to grow up so fast. Anita Gutierrez Dune. See, I said it right. Woo!
1: <laughs> 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 yeah. right. No, no, no. Madre, oh. Madre, madre, oh. Madre. Oh. And,
0: and you know what? And, and you know what? I really want you guys. Uh, <laughs> really want you guys to push this show, man. Because you know what? There's a lot of women out there right now. There's a lot of mothers with a lot of kids. That they're young. They're young. Because mm. I, I, when I see when I see people at my job and they look so young. Oh, my husband's de- deployed. I, I almost said deported. Ah, but, <laughs> that but too. But that yeah, too. Do, that too, that too. In our families, that's something and, that happens. And it sucks. That's a real valid and it, and it, issue. And it really sucks
3: because they don't
0: know. They don't know. Or
3: you're, they're you're, locked up. It's the same shit, people, okay? It's, the, it's like the same trauma. When you are without... A significant other in your life, and you lack the support, and you are just have the weight of the family on your shoulders. You need to be able to express that you need help. And with the military, everything is provided. There is so many resources, and I really encourage you that um, families that are having issues and PTSD. Um, many, like I said, many of the women that are having the second hand PTSD because we are still in war, even though it's COVID. Been t- it's been 20 years and and we've left um we've left the middle east but now we're in russia and that was something that was very very difficult for me to actually deal with um i couldn't watch the news i really can't um involve myself in too much into that even though i'm totally dedicated and praying always and um, wanting to contribute after the fourth, it's
0: Sancho. Did you see that one? with Richard? Sancho time.
3: Woo-hoo. You better call home.
0: You Better call put home. you are on Facetime. <laughs> uh, hey, after four. Hey, after so, four, he's like, what? Uh, you've got
2: that. You've got great programs, and mm-hmm. you've got a lot of information. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where can they find you, or tap? How to tap into?
3: Okay. Uh, well, I would like to to um, finish the segment with letting you guys know that I am an upcoming producer for comedy and using comedy for its psychological and physiological effects on the body. It has been proven, uh, there's been various studies, one of them was in 1970 that showed that there are benefits for um, stress, anxiety, depression, uh, When the list goes, pain, pain. It is quantifiable, it's quantifiable. And because of that, there's been a lot more usage on that, uh, just like meditation and breathing and um, sound type. When you laugh,
2: it actually releases endorphins, and your body is now in full recovery when you have those releasing endorphins. Mm-hmm. Yes, it so cuts the cortisol. You, uh, mm-hmm. Exactly, and so with your your therapy and your sessions and your promotions,
1: mm-hmm.
2: Phoenician promotions. promotions is doing great things. she's a, I already see her her motivation to um, help a lot of people, and she's got some programs. We had an excellent show. Um, in March, and it's just amazing. So, um, I do have a show
3: coming and up. She's got in a show coming up in, I have a in, show in, coming up in on May 14th um, at the American Legion in Vista. Oh, the wow. address is 1234 Vista Way. And um, I'm also working right now. I just spoke with um, Mamie with American Homefront, she's one of the founders, and we discussed. Uh, that she is going to be doing a show for 1st Battalion, 11th Marines, and I will be putting that together, bringing in comics. I'm hoping on a national level, I've already spoken to a few people that are very interested, and I would like to bring comedy to the Marine Corps as a way to release some of that stress, and to bring attention of the taboo of receiving mental health services while active duty. Because a lot of women don't know that if they are not with their husband for 20 whole years without, well, they're in active duty, Mm -hmm. if they get a divorce, they're no longer being able to access some of those, um, yes, some of those benefits, some of those programs that they're, you know, um, so much in need of. And I I really believe that it's important to keep families together and to uh, use these resources so that we can all get better together. We're going back into uh, Ukraine, and um, I really pray for all of my military people that are going through it still. Uh, My husband won't be deploying this year, and so I'm out of that uh, anxiety, of that place of anxiety. However, there are so many friends and family that are still serving. And I really appreciate you guys. I love you. I pray for your safety all the time. I thank you guys for letting me be here. Um, And... Was done, been a pleasure. A well, you guys way. have been
0: friends for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. And he's only crying. And then, because uh, I, I he already sneezed three fucking times, you know? You know, I was going to be the fucking comedian. I want to be that funny guy. No, not that one. I want to be myself. I'm, I'm so serious. I don't, I don't know. But you know what? Honest to God truth, honest to God truth, Anita, mm-hmm. is like, like, like I said, I'm so used to being a fucking payaso, <laughs> making, when I do my radio shows, I'm over here laughing and shit, and laughing and laughing, but they don't know the, the real story what I got inside.
3: Mm-hmm. And
0: I think that today I didn't even know this story about you. Mm-hmm. And I and I think it's so fucking cool because we all live the same life. We just sometimes don't know how to tell you or you don't want to open up and realize what we're going through. Because we're afraid que la gente se van cabronar. Mm-hmm. Ay, que vergüenza que la chingada and all that shit. Hey I am so honored, Anita, that you you are here. I really want to thank Guy Murray, the funny guy. He's not too funny today because, you know, (laughs) he's worried about fucking Sancho over there showing up. But (laughs) I hope, I honestly hope that when we do that comedy show
1: Mm
0: -hmm. um, at the American Legion, aquí Mm -hmm, en Vista, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I hope that we can be part of that, be a part of that, and let's record that stuff. But I think that before we go, I want you to tell... Everybody out there, um, invite everybody to share this show, mm-hmm. and, um, and and um, and 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 tell them what you. Well, you already said what you. And, and tell them to be strong. Yes. And, and where? And you? You? I know you got a website. I imagine you got a Facebook on um,
3: Pornhub. <laughs> That's uh, OnlyFans. No, uh,
1: OnlyFans.
0: <laughs> Ninety nine dollars. <laughs> Ninety nine dollars for one more. Oh, you know that. Oh. Yeah, guys, <laughs> knows, you know. no, but I, I don't have that money. Shh. So
3: I really well, want I'll to thank you. The you you, you can subscribe to the feet one.
0: Uh, <laughs> I want the restation. I want the, <laughs> I want the
3: But I honestly I want to thank you guys all.
0: <laughs> I want you all. I want you all to please all the local people from San Diego, Texas, San Antonio, everywhere, everywhere. Just honestly. Like I said, I haven't, I have not been a big fan of, of my our first podcast. I, I, just, I just haven't felt, I haven't felt it, felt it, oh. said, felt, uh-huh. But I, I, just feel now that we're open, you know, listening to everybody tell me, oh, you do it this way, do it that way, do it that way. Little by little, I want to thank you once again, Mr. Guy Murray, the funny man, the funny guy, the funny guy. Um, yes. for 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 um, doing what you do. And, and everything man dude i am so blessed to have you on my team Califas, again for Califas studios and guy i want to thank you for bringing in this monster <laughs> this lady um the real the real life the
2: window, yeah.
0: so before we go again tell everybody tell you know they're all over the world youtube does that stuff we're on youtube we're where I'm else on spotify well we're on
2: Google. oh wait a minute mm-hmm. and then go you ahead. can find us we're on anchor mm-hmm. So if you just look up Khalifas on YouTube, we're gonna be like the number one channel because of you guys. And um, on Spotify, we're the Puro Peachy Party Podcast. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about right there.
3: <laughs> um, and I would just like to close by letting you know that um, as part of the Military Spouse Association, I invite anyone that's out there that's military that would like to get involved with volunteering and being part of a military community. Um, you can go on to MSA, look for Military uh, Camp Pendleton Military Spouse Association and you may join. Um, just read up on what it is that you need to, um, to see if you're eligible. And secondly, I really would like to uh, throw this out here for my friend, Mamie Young, who is a founder of Home for an America. This is really important, Homefront America does so many things for our military. She has supported my family and countless other families while their husbands are deployed by doing dinners and when they're home as well, uh, supplying Christmas dinners, backpacks. She has so many initiatives for families to get together and be together and just be helpful while their spouses are deployed. And how she uh, finds the resources to provide those for the families is the biggest event that they have is Home for America Field of Honor. Now Home for America Field of Honor, you can reach, you can go to Home for America on Facebook, uh, any website. It's Home for an America, and they're going to be having the Mission San Juan Capistrano on May twenty fourth through May thirtieth, and we would lo- we're looking for sponsor. Excuse me, sponsorship, and we are looking for. Um, anyone that would like to donate money so that she can continue to support military families um, throughout the year. And also, not just military families, but this is for first responders, firefighters, policemen, anyone that's in active service is who she's servicing, okay? So you can, again, you can just go to www.homefrontamerica.org. And she's a great supporter of mine. She's actually going to be helping me to support um, 1st Battalion, 11th Marines. In September, we will be having a show for about 700 Marines. Wow.
0: Damn. Yes. How about if I'm not a Marine, can I be 701? (laughs) I'll
3: I'll stick in my purse. So (laughs) here's my deal.
0: (laughs) 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 You got to have a big gouchy
3: or what that shit (laughs) called?
0: Gucci. Uh, Gucci, yeah. Gucci, 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 Gucci,
3: Gucci. 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 No, i oh, Gucci. I uh, he, yeah. he didn't say Gucci. So here you
0: know what? Here again. Here again I go right now. You know, cause I, I like to talk. I love i love to i love to end up with some fucking you know, like this and that, this and that. But I'm gonna invite you. I'm gonna invite you. Mm-hmm. Once again, I'm gonna invite you. Mm-hmm. We're at the Khalifa Studios here in Vista, California.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I want I want you I wanna invite you that maybe Another show we can bring in, let's bring a firefighter, and okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna invite you to be one of the hosts of this podcast because I I feel that we need to go out. You know, again, it's not all about music for me. Mi Corazón es música, mm-hmm. you know, because that's what I grew up with. Mm-hmm. Guy is a comedian. Guy has done a lot, a lot other stuff that he, we we don't give him I'm, a lot of time I'm, to I'm talk. I'm actually canvassing for
2: Mike Levin um, this weekend and throughout the week because. I got a primary mm-hmm. that's coming up in June sixth. That oh, and Mike Levin has supported awesome. a lot of things um, with the military and for the service industries, and he's just trying to get us re- repeat return to his chair in Congress. So mm-hmm. I'll be canvassing for him this
0: weekend. And, and let's bring him in. Let's bring him in, and um, okay. let's bring him in because again, let's push esta gente. Yeah. Yes, let's push esta gente. Do okay. it because you don't sing a song, just because you um, can you can't. You can't um, I'm not, uh, they serve, I, I and they yeah. serve and protect. They serve and protect, and the reason that
3: everyone sleeps well at night is because our borders yes. are protected. Are um, we? We don't have to worry about the issues that most of the world does, and and I'm very. So that's that's aggressive.
0: that's what makes me excited. That's what gets me excited because you know what? All you beautiful people that are going to be tuning in, I want you guys to subscribe and that's press sure. that like button. Yeah, you know, probably, sure. if if I can get a, a thousand, a thousand subscribers. I'm going to take my clothes off. Oh, wow. Okay.
3: Oh, well. Can we have you a better see, see offer? Okay. Subscribe so got, if you don't, want his, one, if his his you don't want his clothes off. Subscribe if you don't want his
0: Yeah. But you know what? I want to invite you. I want to invite you um, mm-hmm. so we can continue this Kalivas mm-hmm. Puro Pichi Party podcast. Okay. I would love to invite you that this will not be the first time. Okay. But I want All you right. to become a team. And let's push. Let's push all these people that what you went through, what we went through, what we go through, and to everything. Let, let's do this because yeah. the only way we're gonna be able to do this is push and promote what you do, and the música is gonna continue. We're gonna have the best Tejano music. We're gonna bring the best the best grupero música, and we're gonna bring stories like this, and we're gonna bring, like you said, the the los bomberos. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, we're going to bring uh, my goal is to bring some some veteranos that have lost their legs
1: mm-hmm. or
0: that that's been a struggle you know
3: and, and, and let's Wounded Warriors is Wounded Warriors. Uh, and I and I apologize yes no no it's okay you don't know all the terminology and I understand yeah. that and there's Blue Star families which are those families that have lost a loved one in the act of service so it's very important Anita Gutierrez Dune,
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I was a dude
3: Yay! I, I really <laughs> You know, the dunes.
0: <laughs> I want to I thank you, thank you, thank you. And again, when you guys hear this show in a few weeks, please, 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 subscribe, share, and press the like button. Amigos, una vez más, a big shout-out to Anita Gutierrez Dune and my man, the one and only guy, the funny man. Amigos, que pasen buenas noches. We'll talk to you later, bitches.
3: That's what I talk. Yeah. Well, you know what? Okay, so I got a confirmation on the wild.
1: To be on our show,
2: contact Khalifa. Khalifa Studio, 760-208-7264. If you want to be on our show on our next episode, get in touch with us today.